Welcome to the Weave Your Bliss podcast. I'm your host, Paula Crossfield, a Vedic astrologer and business coach helping you to live in your purpose. And that is what this podcast is all about. So let's jump right in to the conversation. Hello, my friends, and welcome to this episode of the Weave Your Bliss podcast. Today is the solstice, and I thought that it was a good day to sort of reflect on this last year, this, you know, the year that we're closing out, as we tend to do at the end of December, and talk a little bit about some of the astrological things we have shifted into and what we are experiencing moving forward. So as I wrote in a recent newsletter and post on Instagram and Facebook, we had the sense at the end of 2020 that things were going to get easier just by the turn of the calendar. That's aspirational. That's great to set that intention for ourselves. In some ways, things have gotten easier. In other ways, to me, from my perspective, they've gotten harder. I believe this is because we are in a period of great refinement about our own individuality and what we want to do as a culture, as a society, as a world together to create the world that we want to live in. And on the backdrop of all of this, of course, is the Grand Conjunction, which if you've been listening to the podcast, if you've been on my Patreon, if you've been paying attention to my social media, you know, is... This period that comes every 20 years when Saturn and Jupiter come together in a sign. What was so unique about this particular grand conjunction, which actually just terminated in November when Jupiter pulled away from Saturn, but terminated just means that now the more refined elements are coming to the surface to move us forward into whatever we're stepping into. So we're very much in a transitional time right now. So these two were coming together and spreading apart and crossing over each other over the entirety of what has been the pandemic up until this point. And these are the great slow moving planets in Vedic astrology. We only look at the visible planets. So Saturn and Jupiter move very slowly in general and come together only every 20 years. But what was unique about this particular coming together is twofold. First of all, they were in Capricorn where Saturn is very strong. Saturn being the planet of responsibility, of boring, good old work, (laughs) doing the work. And Jupiter was weak and is the planet of grace and expansion and teachers. So that was subsumed underneath this kind of oppressive Saturn energy. So that's the first piece. And the second is these planets were closer in their distance from each other than they have been in 800 years. So what's interesting to me about this is, you know, this last 800 years reflected a time where humanity really came out of the dark ages, moved into an enlightenment I'm the Renaissance. I'm using air quotes as I say that. 
and has moved into a technological age. Now, we've done a lot of damage during that time. I believe that we're in a period right now where we have to actually deeply reflect on the decisions we've made and what has worked and what has not worked. And instead of just looking at technology as this heal all that, you know, we'll just figure out how to fix our wrongs with, we might actually have to selectively choose not to use certain technology. We might have to think differently about the kinds of justifications we give for making certain technological things happen. So a concern of mine, for example, is, okay, electric cars, they're great in theory, but there's a lot of minerals that have to be mined, and they're often mined on the lands of indigenous people around the world. And those minerals are necessary for those electric cars to work. So I feel like we're in a period where we're going to have to ask ourselves, is it worth it to continue to oppress certain groups of people in order to make our economy move forward in the way that it has so far, where there are some winners and some losers? And again, I've talked about this before, but there's huge changes in the ways that we work and the ways that we live. We don't want to exchange our time for money anymore. We want to do meaningful work that lifts up humanity and supports each other, that's collaborative, that's about building community, that's about helping the earth. So many people I've talked to, like hundreds of clients in the last couple of years, have been telling me this. They don't want to go back to commuting to work and feeling like their job is not contributing to a greater whole or compromising their practices. People have been saying, I am thrilled to share with you an opportunity to get a hold of my handpicked lay low dates for 2022, as well as success dates to help you with launches, with signing contracts, with making big decisions in your business. If you would like that, it's called the 2022 Astrology Guidebook, and it's at my website, weaveyourbliss.com. You'll see it right at the top in the red bar. So get a hold of it. It's $33 and 100% of profits go to an indigenous-led environmental organization. So I hope that's a huge help for you. Also, there's a link where you can drop it directly into your Google Calendar, meaning it's all there for you. You don't have to do anything and you can plan around those dates. So I hope that's helpful to you. over and over again to me. So I think we're in a real paradigm shift where people are creating new ways of working that are supportive to their practices that are supportive to more connection with family with friends. And I think this time has really shown us how important that connection is, so that we are more considerate and compassionate in the ways that we move forward and making space for that. And I think space is another really big theme. It's not how we can cram so much into a day, but how can we create space in the day for play and for creativity and for connecting with nature and going back to the fundamental things about being human so that our priorities are different, so that we're focused more on building a life 
that's inclusive of all those parts that helps us to work out our karmas in a really natural way so that we're not just kept in a box doing repetitive types of work or stressed or strained. It feels like the back is sort of broken on that paradigm and we're trying to figure out how to move forward. And here's the great benefit of having Jupiter in Aquarius. Aquarius is extremely inventive. It is an innovative sign. It is a sign of connection. Jupiter is much more comfortable in that sign, even though it's still owned by Saturn. And Jupiter is moving very quickly through this sign. Saturn's also moving very quickly right now. And these two planets, when they move five to eight times their normal speed, it causes destabilization. So it's important to know that during this time, you may find that the remaining pus (laughs) is going to continue to come out of the wound as we move through to April. There's a lot of destabilization that can happen, but it's a breaking up of any final stagnation that needs to be moved for us to raise our vibration and move out of this sickness that we are in right now. The old paradigm reflects illness. It reflects the worst qualities within us. The hoarding, the competition, the oppression of voices. We're moving away from that and we're moving into something new that we're creating together. There's a futurism aspect to what we're doing. We're reimagining the future together. And in order to do that, we really need to ground into ourselves and our practices, connect with the earth, connect with divine forces, so that we can send our energy out in a really clear way so that we can access our intuition, so that we can really know what our particular purpose is in this whole constellation, so that we can step into our power, so that we can set really gracious and beautiful boundaries with those around us and get really clear what is for us and what is not for us. And so it is my genuine hope that as we're moving forward in the next few months, you're able to see anything that comes up on your path that's complicated or difficult or stressful or frustrating as an attempt to shake you out of any last residual stagnation or unhealthy patterning that's not going to serve you in this new paradigm. So my genuine hope for you is that you step into your becoming, you step into your power, and you're able to give your gifts at their highest. So happy solstice, everyone. We are now moving towards the light. Things are still in progress. The grand conjunction has happened, and now we're in the fertile void. We're in that interregnum between periods, between worlds. We're on the transom. We're in a liminal space. That's something I learned from studying anthropology in college in between two worlds. So how can we embrace that as like a creative process and be in the not knowing right now as we move through this winter? If you're in the northern part of the globe, if you are, you're moving into the darkness. How can we embrace that not knowing and come out on the other side stronger for having done so? Okay, sending you all lots of love. Happy holidays to those who celebrate. And we will see you next week. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Weave Your Bliss podcast. We hope it was inspiring for you. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave a comment for us. I want to thank the team at Team Podcast who helped get this podcast out to you. And also to thank the musicians who were the creators of this beautiful music we're listening to now. It comes from an album, Fragments of a Season, by Alexis Georgopoulos and Jeffrey Cantula-Desma. So check it out wherever you get your music. Have a wonderful day, and we will connect soon on a future episode. Thank you.